Welcome to the Courageous Entrepreneur Show. This is the show that shares information and inspiration to help you break free from self-doubt, limiting beliefs, and disempowering patterns, and break through to create the thriving, successful business you dream of and deserve. I'm your host, Winnie Anderson. I interview entrepreneurs who've overcome amazing challenges to create success on their terms and experts who share insight and practical information to help you get past your blocks and move forward with courage, confidence, and clarity. The show is available in both video and audio formats and on a variety of platforms, including iTunes, YouTube, and on my website. This episode can be found at winnieanderson.com slash patterns. If you like what you hear, I hope you'll share the show with your contacts, including clients and colleagues. I'm excited to bring you this show and my first guest today, and I want to dive right in and introduce you to her. So Dr. Sylvia LaFerre is the co-founder and CEO of Creative Energy Options. Her professional coaching programs have been used internationally, and her unique pattern-aware concepts have proven effective worldwide. She was recently named one of the world's top 30 leadership professionals, and she's author of the award-winning books, Don't Bring It to Work, and Gutsy. So I am thrilled to have Sylvia with me today. So welcome. Are you ready to help folks become more courageous? Absolutely, and we're going to need it more and more as time goes on. So courage is the, the word for 2017. Yeah. Thank you. I, yeah, I, I think so um, in, in life and in our own businesses, right? So let's just dive in. I'm, this is going to be true confession time here. I know you probably remember all too well the night that we actually met. I had been invited to an event hosted by Lynn Bardowski, who is the Million Dollar Party Girl. And so she's so fabulous. And at the same time, a few weeks before that, I had had this giant epiphany. And I came to this startling realization that the strategies that I had adopted as a child to navigate an abusive home environment, and then that I had developed as an employee to survive in abusive corporate lives, really were no longer working for me. They were actively now holding me back from putting myself out there as an independent professional. And once I came to that realization, well, now i got to fix it. And then, lo and behold, a couple weeks later, I show up at Lynn's event, and here I discover that Sylvia LaFerre is the speaker, and your book was there, which just you know, just completely blew me away at the, uh, the way the universe works. So I'm just thrilled to have you, and I want to dive right into this. So can you, can you explain what patterns are and, you know, what being pattern aware means? Absolutely. And here's where we start. You know, we all have problems, right? And when we have a problem, right. we figure out how to fix it, and we move on. Right. Patterns are problems that won't go away. They keep repeating and repeating and repeating. And it's very interesting because what happened was my background was in family therapy. And one evening, we were working with a group of parents whose adolescent kids were causing them problems or maybe even patterns. And at the end of it, a man came up to me and he said, 
will you come work with my senior leadership team? And I said, why? He said, they're fighting. I said, so what? He said, but Sylvia, you work with people who have to get along, families, and they have to get along. Well, made sense. So I went in, and I did what I knew how to do working with a system, with a group of people that have to get along. And it made a big change. And from there, I took a left-hand turn. And this was very, using the term courageous for me, I sort of changed my career from what I had been doing to working in the business world with entrepreneurs and with executives to begin to look at these continuing ongoing problems, like an itch you can't scratch, yeah. and figuring out where they came from and why they won't go away, and bigger than that, what to do about them. Does that make sense? It, it makes perfect sense. And one of the things that thrilled me when I discovered you and your work was, first of all, just this feeling that, oh my God, I'm not, I'm not the only person who operates this way. And I know that can sound crazy. I'm even getting choked up as I think about it. I know that sounds crazy, but I think every entrepreneur who works alone right now can relate to that. Because don't we all think like, does anybody else struggle with this stuff? Or is it just me? So I think what I'm hearing you say is that that's the way we're built, is to react to situations that we find ourselves in. And of course, we react in the most, what we think is the most productive way possible. And then as we continue, now it becomes habit, right? That we, something happens and we just automatically respond. And so that as we continue to develop as adults and professionals, we just need to tune into this, right? So that we can recognize our own pattern and break it. Is that well, you're, you're going right into what we teach, which okay. is how the way out. Out stands for observe. So, you know, when it keeps repeating and repeating, you say, wow, you know, you know, there's a bumper sticker that used to be very popular. Same crap, different day. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And so, you know, you begin to look at that kind of thing. So you observe. That's step one. Two is understand. And that's where my book, Don't Bring It to Work, helps you do a deep dive to go back to say, where did this come from? You know, why is it still here? And then you do some heavy lifting to transform it. Now, I will tell you, after 30 years of doing this, it is possible. It can happen. And you feel better. You know, when you do some strength training, physically you feel better? Well, this is emotional strength training. So, yes, we, we all have it. There isn't anybody on the planet that doesn't have things that go back to when they were little kids. Yeah. And I love that you relate it to developing a muscle because I think it's important to help people realize there's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. This is just we all get conditioned by being in the systems, as you put it, that we're in, right? The, the organizations, the family organization. Then we move into our first job. We're in school, and we learn certain behaviors and patterns that are developed there too, right? So they're naturally going to go with us as we age, and we enter into these new groups. Well, let me tell you how it starts. Okay. When stress hits the hot button. When we're kids, we yeah. find coping mechanisms. Okay. So some of us will go in our rooms and put a pillow over our heads to not have to hear 
the noise and the anger and the yelling outside. Some of us become very feisty and we'll go in and fight. Some of us will run around the corner and find other people to talk to and we'll begin to gossip. So all of these things show up. And when, as adults, when stress comes in, there's an automatic knee-jerk going back to the pattern that made us safe. Except what worked when we were 3 and 5 and 11 isn't going to work when we're grown-ups. Yeah. Exactly. I think what really hit it for me was I had, for some reason, I had reached a point where I could not sell a thing to anybody. I couldn't have sold a life preserver to somebody on the Titanic. I mean, I just had reached a point where I was almost literally speechless. I, I couldn't leave my house. It was terrible. And and so as I sat there and I started to really think about it, I used to have one entire wall that was a giant whiteboard in my old house. It was fabulous. So I would just write, like, what was I having a problem with and what was I thinking? And as I would stare at it, that's when, oh, my gosh, the connection hit me. And I was really able to visually recognize that, okay, I did these things and that they worked then. But now I've got to do the exact opposite. My, so my pattern was to, to run in my room, and I would, I would hide in a book. Hmm. Well, that's not very effective when you have to go out and sell yourself, hmm. right? So that just really hit me and, and made me really recognize, okay, so now I've got to develop these other patterns, these other behaviors that are going to be much more profitable to help me really achieve my goals. So, yeah, so I, I just love this whole concept. So can you talk about some of these other patterns? You mentioned, you know, running around the corner to, to gossip to other people or talk, start talking to other people. I hid in a book. What are some of the other patterns that you think are common? Well, I'll start since you were sharing what happened to you with me. Okay, because what happened is I went into the workplace and I began to see all the same things I saw when I worked with families. It's no different. And for me, the big one was the drama queen. (laughs) So here's what's interesting, because I have an older brother who I think he must have been five when he said he was going to grow up and be a physician. I don't even think he knew what the heck the word meant, but he was going to be a a doctor. And he was older, and he was the boy, and so I was, you know, kind of the cute little girl. And he would say to my parents, tomorrow's Thursday, and they would go, that is amazing. And then I would say, well, tomorrow's Thursday, and they'd go, isn't that cute? So the only way I got attention was to have a hissy fit, to have lights, camera, action, and be right on me. Okay. It worked. I got attention. But as I grew up and I went into the workplace and I wanted attention, guess what? Having a hissy fit was annoying to people. But it was so deeply embedded in my neurology and my nervous system. That's what I did. So when I started to find these patterns, so there's the drama queen. Or king. There are plenty of drama kings out there, too. There's what you talked about, who would be the avoider, who Mm -hmm. sort of went in and um, who who, who went in and did what they had to do. There was 
the super achiever, the me, me, me person who had to be first and the best, all of these patterns are there from childhood. You know, often there was the the bully, you know, the, the person who pointed their finger and, and they beat the crap out of you as you were growing up or, or, or whoever was in there. Right. So there are 13. It, we don't have time to go into right. all 13. But I will tell you, two or three of the 13, I call them sticky. They have our names on it. Now, Winnie, here's the good news. You're not going to have, like for you, I am an avoider on your forehead, and I'm not <laughs> going to have I'm a drama queen on my forehead. There are ways to transform it, and that's where the health is. Yeah. First, you've got to see it. Then you do something about it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think that we want to make it out that you have to have been wounded in some way. You have to be a, have grown up in an environment that was abusive like I was. This is normal life, right? Like you say, one child gets more attention, so naturally the other child is going to try to get that attention too, right? That's a natural reaction to the in experience that you're in. Well, as kids, we're all looking to find our way to be acknowledged and to be safe. Mm -hmm. Guess what? As adults, we all want to be safe and we all want to be acknowledged. Yeah. So, again, what worked when we were little has to be reframed and changed. And that's the power of looking at this in the workplace. So that, you know, what I often say is, guess what? Your boss is not your mother or your father even though we attempt to do that, either by being over-solicitous to them or running away from them or arguing with them. However it is, we need to begin to look, because these patterns are deep and prevalent. Yeah, they are. For everybody. They, yeah, and I can even recognize them now that I am aware. I can even, have even been able to recognize them in my own clients, because I think as entrepreneurs, I think that we bring the same problems that we had in corporate life. So if we were treating our, our bosses as our parents, I think there's a tendency then to do the same thing with clients. And the, you know, the person who underprices and, and doesn't just over-deliver, because we all want to wow our, our clients. Absolutely. I'm sure you want to wow your clients. But I think we know there's a difference between the healthy person who surprises and delights you know, and delivers a fantastic outcome for their clients. And then there's the person who's the doormat, who charges three cents an hour for, for the service they're providing and works 24 hours a day to deliver something that is so ridiculously over the top for what that client is actually paying for. You know, I think that's the difference. So would you agree that, that as entrepreneurs, we just fall into the same kind of patterns? Well, we, we do it everywhere in our lives. And as entrepreneurs, often we don't get the feedback. You know, in the corporate world, they have these things called performance improvement plans and right. they have a performance review every year. Usually entrepreneurs don't have that. So they better start finding some pattern-busting buddies. Um, read my book. It's a good way to start yeah. looking at this yeah. to begin to say, Again, if it's a problem, you solve it, it goes away, you get a gold star. If it's a problem and you solve it and then the same problem shows up and you think you're solving it and the same problem shows up, you better start saying, hey, that's a pattern. I better look a little deeper.
but we all have it. And for entrepreneurs, because our culture is more entrepreneurial than it's ever been. Tons of women are entrepreneurs now, and so many people are working for themselves or with a few other people. So we need to begin to ask, how am I doing? What do you see? And begin to notice and look for another way. Yeah, that's a great point, too. And we can get feedback from clients whenever we can. Um, prospects vote with their wallet. So if you're having a hard time breaking through, I'm thinking even in a sales conversation, it might not be that you need sales training. It might be that maybe you're, you're exhibiting some kind of behaviors that's perhaps sabotaging the sale even, do you think? Well, you just said a great word, sabotage. So many times, and I see this over and over, especially with entrepreneurs, there is a tendency to sabotage because the old pattern says, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy. And you know what? Sometimes, sadly, we'd rather be right than happy. <laughs> so if we're not good enough, we screw it up. And then we say, it's his fault, it's her fault, it's their fault. But we have to say, is this one of those patterns from when I was little that hasn't been finished yet? Yeah, I think that, yeah, that, that's just so brilliant. I think that, you know, as we look at, I think we all want to be optimistic thinkers and we all, you know, buy into the law of attraction kind of stuff. But I really believe that you have to, to, to take control of what you can control. And that when you, all you can control is yourself. You can't control anything about anybody else. The lights are going to come on or they're not going to come on. I can't control that. I can pay the bill, but that's about it, right? I can turn the switch the right way. But if the power's off, the power's off. But I can control my own behavior. I can control the way I present myself and my information to people. And I can actively get feedback from honest people. So I know that there are, you know, we can all form mastermind groups. I'm in a, a couple of mastermind groups with incredibly supportive people who will call me on my crap when I need to be called on. But I'm thinking this is kind of a special type of coaching. So I know that you have the, this pattern aware quiz. Can you talk a little bit about that quiz and how that helps people get much more aware of their own behavior? Well, it's a very simple quiz, and let me say this. You can go to our website, www.ceoptions.com, and take the quiz. Now, people have complained. They said, well, you have four different things to say I should do it this way or that way, and I wouldn't do any of them. This quiz is weighted. It's a very scientifically done quiz. So what we've done is you do like that. You answer. If you had to pick one of the answers, which one would it be? And what comes out of that is sometimes you say, yeah, I knew it. And sometimes it's a surprise. And I'll tell you one that was very funny where somebody called the office and she said, I took the quiz and it's wrong. And my colleague said, well, what do you mean? She said, well, I came out as an avoider, and I am not an avoider. So the gal in the office said, may I ask, when did you take the quiz? And she said, oh, two months ago. I just wasn't ready to call yet. <laughs> you go, bingo. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Now, once you do that in the quiz, you will get some other um, 
visions of what it means to have that pattern. But here's what's the most important thing of all. If I didn't think these patterns could be transformed, I couldn't work with them because it's too depressing just to say, well, you know, you're an avoider, I'm a drama queen, we're going to be that way for the rest of our lives. That wouldn't work. So what, what I did, and with a group of my colleagues, we worked really hard to find what are the healthy opposites. In Chinese philosophy, there's a statement I love. It says, the bigger the front, the bigger the back. So in other words, if, if you can turn the energy the other way, it's the same energy, only you use it differently. So what we've done is come up with the alternatives when you do the strength training that I talked about to do this. Example, the drama queen didn't work anymore. I became a really good storyteller. And where that fits with that is when you're doing drama, there's a lot of adrenaline going. And I have to admit, it's addictive and a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Worthless, but a lot of fun. With storytelling, you still have a lot of adrenaline going because you're weaving these stories together. But it goes somewhere. For you, as an avoider, you become an initiator. And that means you take the, the situation and you sit down with somebody and say, we are going to resolve this. I am not leaving until it's resolved. I will not go away. I will not pretend I have 10 other meetings just to get the heck out of here to be safe. I am going to hang in there. So I'm going to tell you a very quick funny story because it works in all kinds of relationships. So drama queen and my husband, Herb, is an, was an avoider. So when we would have an argument, I would watch him get the car keys, take the car, and psh, off he'd go wherever. He didn't read a book. He just went. So one day we had an argument, and he said, sit down. I said, why? So you can get out of here faster? He said, no, I'm sitting down too. I said, why? He said, because we're going to resolve it. He said, I no longer am going to avoid, and I am initiating the conversation so that we can get through. Well, you know, as a drama queen, what happened is this big drama balloon just started to fizz out. And I said, oh, oh, what do I do now? And I had to listen. What would have taken us half a day or a day of annoyance took five minutes. Wow, awesome. So changing these patterns is really the key. And that's where the growth comes and the development in every area of your life, personal relationships, professional relationships. You no longer have to sabotage. And if you begin to see yourself sabotaging, a little voice in here will say, bing, 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 pattern, 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 pay attention. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. And that's a great story and a great example of how when we change our own behavior, others have to change in order to adapt to that new pattern that we're displaying, that new behavior. So okay. that's how we, it's really influencing other people. It's not forcing them or changing them, right? Exactly. But here's the other piece, Winnie. I wasn't ready to change. I was still in my hissy fit <laughs> mode. Sure. But when the other person changes, it forces you to look at things differently. So if you're not ready to be the change agent, hopefully somebody else in your life will be. That's what makes it so important. 
Yeah, that's, that's really well said. And I think that it's, you know, if we're, how I started to see that something was going to have to give was, you know, after my accident, I tell people it was like, not only did I have all these other injuries, but it was like my closet got so rattled that crap just started to fall out that I thought I had shoved way in the back. I had, I had memories that, that came back. I had, you know, I start, suddenly started to see this ineffective behavior and I was determined to get to the root of where it all came from. So I think you're right. I think it really does start with observing and tuning into your own behavior. And once you even begin to address it, the release is so fabulous because everything just becomes so much more productive. You know, what I'm going to say now is a little uncomfortable, but it's, it's okay. Do you have a pen there or a pencil? I certainly do. You were talking about once you begin to see, write down the word not, N-O-T. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got it? Yes. Now, next to it, write the word see, S-E-E. Now, say it out loud fast. Not see. <laughs> Isn't that creepy? Yes, that's very yeah. creepy. When we do not see, we become other, and we become dangerous, and we become very unpleasant. So you, we, yeah. I was talking to somebody once. I said, why can't you not see? And she said, why are you insulting me? I said, what are you talking about? I'm just asking why you can't, can't see what I'm saying. And she said, she's the one who told me, put those words together. So it's something to remember. It is to our benefit to observe ourselves. It's a high level. It's what we need. And, you know, we're in a time now between climate change and culture change and all the things that are going. It takes all of us to really say it will stop with me, the old patterns, and it will start with me, the new patterns. Yeah. So that's where we're headed. Yeah, that's beautiful. And and my favorite quote is Gandhi's, be the change that you want to want to see in the world. I think that yeah, I think that's true. I think we all need to to do that. So is do you think that this is really the root of courageous behavior then? To to be able to look and honestly at yourself and saying, I don't like what I see? Well, I think it's the root to be courageous. Either if you don't like what you see, but even if you do like what you see, I think there's a place here to say, is there even a better way? Even when things are good, yeah. is there something else here? And I, in terms of, because I changed my whole career to work with entrepreneurs and executives and all manner of businesses around the world, and I will tell you, it is not different culturally. You know, people may speak a little softer, they may speak a little louder, but the fact is that these patterns from what we learned in our original organization, the family, is what shows up in our present organization at work. Even if we're solopreneurs, even if we have a small team, it will show up. So I think it's pretty foundational. It's kind of, I, I was talking with uh, Dan Goldman, who does all this amazing work around emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. And he said, we were talking about my book about don't bring it to work. And he said, you know, Sylvia, that's the next frontier. 
is people beginning to make that connection. So that's my passion, and I'm so thrilled to be here with you. And, And hearing your story and remembering what it was like when we met and kind of knowing when the light bulbs went off for you, it's pretty incredible. Thank you. Thanks. I'm just so glad that you were were able to be here today, and I'm so happy to get this message out to more people because every single person, I mean, I have Sylvia's books right here. Read them. Buy them. They're great. And I'll have links, of course, to them underneath the video, as well as to your website. And that was ceoptions.com, right? Correct. Okay, and that's where people can get the the pattern aware quiz is right there on the homepage, so you cannot miss it when you go there. So you definitely want to go and get that quiz, work your way through it, and begin tuning in and making your own connections is probably the first few steps that you want to take. Now, Sylvia, you you have a team of coaches, right? So you you also do, or people on your team will do individual coaching or group coaching. How does that work? A yes and a yes and a yes. Okay, good. So we have a group of coaches, and we do a lot of individual coaching, and, and it's mostly done on the telephone or Skype or, you know, yeah. uh, the way you and I are doing this now. And it, it works very effectively. We have a system in place. We've been doing it for a lot of the years. The coaches I have have been vetted. They've had to jump through lots of hoops till I was willing to say, yes, you really can, can be part of Creative Energy Options. Uh, what I'd like to offer for the first 10 of your uh, group that calls in, I will offer a 20-minute strategy session with me. That's so fabulous. How generous of you. Well, thank you. (laughs) That's awesome. Believe me, take her up on it. That is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, truly, this is one of the world's leaders in leadership. And I think that that's another thing that we all wrestle with, especially as women, I think. You know, the Sheryl Sandberg uh, quote that I I don't want girls to be called bossy. I want them to be called leaders. And and that's something that we all wrestle with as well, right? It's this issue of people are going to think I'm a bitch, I'm going to be bossy. I mean, we've got all of these bags. I, I tell people it's like being Marley's ghost to have all of these chains around you, right? And, you, and one by one, you just start clipping them off. You don't have to throw them all away all at once. So that's a fantastic offer. So well, let me, let me just throw this in. My book, Gutsy, How Women Leaders Make Change takes a slightly different yeah and the cover is that cover absolutely kicking I mean I just love it it's like we all know about eggs especially women and bursting through in all kinds of colors to the next level but it takes you through from childhood up to adulthood the messages as women that we got and those that we accepted and those we pushed away so it's really a very cool book to to it is to and it may be the one to begin with and then go to don't bring it to work is one another way yeah. to do it but let me just say you know you can email me at sylvia with a y i just got back from mexico so it's sylvia s y l v i a they are all the sylvias or i sylvias and you can call the office at 570-636-3858 in pennsylvania 
Sylvia at ceoptions.com. So again, a big thank you, Sylvia. I'm so happy that you were able to be with me today and uh, happy to share your brilliance with the world. Oh, and happy to be here to help you launch all your wonderful work too, Miss Winnie. Well, I hope you found that useful. If you like what you heard, I hope you'll leave a great rating and review or comment on the platform where you're enjoying this. And if you felt the information was helpful, please share it with your colleagues, clients, and connections across your social media platforms. And be sure to join my community at WinnieAnderson.com, where I'll send you episodes as they come out, along with information, tips, and resources to help you break free from the chains of the past and break through to achieve your goals, including positioning and pre-selling yourself as a trusted advisor to your best clients. Okay, so your, re your reflection exercise for this episode. You know, everything starts with awareness, as Sylvia mentioned. So start by asking yourself what it is that you want that you don't have. And then ask yourself, what would it take for you to get those things you want? It could be that you don't have the number of clients that you want, or you don't charge the fees that you'd like to, or maybe you want people to just say yes to your proposal when you share it with them and you don't currently have that happening right now. And your action step. So now you want to make a list of what it would take to get you what you want. And for each thing you have listed, ask yourself why you're not taking that action. And listen to your answer. Really listen with both your head and your heart. If you start finding that you're making excuses outside of you, like, well, I could get more yeses if I had a nicer proposal packet. So the reason I don't win more contracts or clients is because I can't afford a designer. That's putting blame outside of yourself. I want you to be very ruthless and recognize when you're making excuses. Don't beat yourself up, but just recognize when you are in a trap of blaming. Then promise yourself that you're going to take action. So if you'd like to get support to stay focused and achieve your goals, visit my website at winnieanderson.com achievers, and you can learn more about the Achievers group that I run. Thanks, and I'll catch up with you in a new episode soon. In the meantime, remember, don't let the past hijack your future.